Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. Hey, this is Lisa, and if you want to catch up with me on Twitter, you can find me at... ILTM podcast. I'm also on Instagram at I love that movie podcast. And we have a Patreon. This show is always free, but if you want to support us on there, you can. That's at patreon.com slash I love that movie. And when you sign up, you get a uh, weekly bonus episode of my weekly roundup. Everything I'm watching that week, along with interviews. Uh, we talk about different shows. We've talked about WandaVision, The Mandalorian. Uh, recently, we covered Marvel What If? So a lot of fun on there. Everything else that you guys always ask me about for my opinions on goes on that podcast. So sign up for that today. And I want to take a moment to thank my top patrons, and they are Chris Balga, Jeff Woodman, Michael Cross, and Philip Barker. Thank you guys so much for keeping the lights on. Lastly, if you like what you heard today, please subscribe and rate the show. It does help new listeners find us. I have a returning guest today uh, that I feel like you guys have heard fairly recently, right? Didn't we kind of recently do one together? About a month or two ago. Yeah. So I've got Nick back with me. I'm back. My husband. And the reason is because I want to treat myself for my birthday. You guys always say, like, what movie do you want to cover? This I want to talk about this one. But before I get into that, um, Nick, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? I'm Nick. You are. End of introduction. Okay, well, uh, you don't have <laughs> they, to. They know me. I've been on enough yeah, days. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so so Nick lives here uh, with me, and he also really likes this movie, so I felt like he'd be a good partner to talk about. And I want excuses to add anime content to this show. Maybe my listeners don't want that, but that's what I want. I so a lot of the movies I've been on have been anime movies. Yeah, or at least animated. Yeah. So Lisa, what movie are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about Demon Slayer Mugen Train, or Kimetsu no Yaiba Mugen Train. Mugen Train. I don't know what the full Japanese title would be for that, but we're going to talk about the new Demon Slayer movie, because I'm obsessed with Demon Slayer. I'm crazy for this she show. She is. That's weird. It's gotten intense. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I have a purse that has Nezuko in it. I have a... St- decal on my car now um i have um two statues that are um tanjiro and nezuko and uh, i have his earrings and i want i want to cosplay him and um yeah i'm insane so (laughs) um i'm officially obsessed with the show we've watched the whole thing twice we actually just Mm -hmm. re-watched finished our rewatch recently so that we could watch mugen train right after and kind of it be a little more fresh in our minds with that being said, this movie uh, picks up right where the series left off like, the first season. Literally the like last moments. scene, <laughs> yeah. the very last scene of the uh, the series 
is like the first minute of yeah. the movie. It's like it's there's no gap in between. Right. And like nothing different happens. It's it's directly seconds after the series ends. With that being said, Nick had the idea to um, recap the show really fast. We'll do like a quick abridged recap because this <clears throat> this movie does take place after 25 episodes of a show. Right. So, so a lot of the characters we've come to know and we know like stuff about them that isn't introduced in the movie because you've literally had 25 episodes with these characters. That being so, said, I've seen some positive reviews from people that were not familiar with the show that still said they were able to enjoy the movie. Yes, so I be, think you could still watch the movie not having this recap, but it doesn't hurt. I think because all the characters have very distinct personalities, you kind of learn who they are and what they're about really quick. Yeah, true. They're kind of caricatures. I mean, it is an anime. Too. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to give my best attempt, and then maybe you jump in. If I'll I'm, jump in. Or, or add to it. Yeah. So so this show um, takes place in the around the 1910s. It's about a 14-year-old boy who lives in rural Japan, and it's snowing, and he leaves. He does his daily duties where he's going to go grab some coal or whatever. I think they make coal. Make coal. They okay. make charcoal. They got charcoal. And they That's sell right. it in the village. So he's going to go gather whatever he needs to do that. He leaves. He comes back, and his whole family is slaughtered by demons. But one person in his family is left half alive or about to turn into a demon herself and that's Nezuko his younger sister so he um right away you know he's lost his whole family except her so he doesn't want to lose her and basically he goes on this journey of trying to turn her back into a human so a lot of the show is centered around him trying to turn her back into a person again and part of doing this is he joins the demon corps and they train him, and he becomes a demon slayer. So he's supposed to kill demons, but there's one exception, his sister, that he's trying to turn back into a human. And also, um, I mean, that's the whole series pretty much in a nutshell. But he also has two main buddies that he's joined with in the movie, which is uh, Zunetsu and Inosuke, which Zunetsu is like this little crying, wimpy guy who's kind of a perv, <laughs> he's scared of everything. It's, Minus the perv part, I feel like I connect a lot with Zenitsu. He's, it sound, he sound, I'm describing him very badly, but he's actually a very enjoyable, likable character. Yeah. And then uh, Inosuke is even more like backwater than um, Tendro is. He's like, he was raised in the mountains. By boars? By boars, kind of. Or get, killed, his parents were killed by boars, I don't know. You get a glimpse in the, the show... Of he's like wild. His he's like mom a wild man. getting rid of him, so we don't know much about him except that he's he's kind of insane, but he's he's very loyal. He's real. He's a fun character, and like when he takes the boar's head off, he has like he wears like a boar's he's head like mask. He's like a pretty boy. Yeah, he's like beautiful under there, which is like funny too. But they kind of provide some comedy relief because the show is, as it's we're describing, serious, pretty yeah. heavy. But the fight scenes are really beautiful. And the characters are really fun. The character development is good. And the story is pretty good. So the only other thing I think you need to know about the movie is that we were introduced right at the end of the series to the Hashira, which kind of remind me of the Hokage The Hokage, but Naruto. there's like a lot of them. Yeah, it's like they're like the top tier demon slayers. They're like on another level. They're extremely yeah. impressive. They each specialize in a, like very specific abilities. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's one more thing we should mention. So they all have swords. 
But everyone has like their own like unique fighting style and ability. Yeah. Like Tandro often uses water breathing, they call it, or fire breathing. Zenetsu is like lightning. Yeah. And then the Bora guy is just brute strength, right? I mean, yeah, Inosuke really... like kind of invented his own like beast style, which isn't a thing. So I think it might be later on in the series. Who knows? Yeah. So like the, the, the uh, Hashira like have also their own unique style. So, I mean, it's your standard shonen anime where there's, like, a boy, he's typically scarred, he's typically... Literally... a half demon or something. I we've theorized that Tanjiro might be demon himself. He has weird abilities, like, he's able to smell really well and smell certain things. He brings it up a lot that he can tell when someone's human or demon, when someone's nearby or far away. So we've kind of thought maybe we'll find out later he's half demon himself. It's not really a human trait that he has. Yeah. And so, um, and, and it, or, or kind of like Harry Potter, you know, same thing, Scar, yeah. <laughs> Chosen, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Um, so, yeah, that, so that's the genre of the show, too. It's kind of aimed at young, a younger audience at, like, children, specifically boys. But this one is a little bit, I mean, for American audiences, I think there's a lot of violence. So you yeah, have to be okay back. with that. There's a lot of blood and gore. So, anyway, that's kind of to ease you into the movie yeah and yeah and so pretty much the the show ends with uh there's this big the big main battle and they're michael jackson or or they they win but they're all very injured so they get taken back to like the main demon slayer uh core headquarters where all the hashra are um they're nursed back to health and then they get a message saying there's a train specifically the Mugen train where people keep going missing and have been killed on and they're given a mission to meet up with the flame Hashira Rengoku that's where it ends which is exactly where the movie begins so normally I would read a synopsis that I got off Wikipedia or IMDB I'm not gonna do that today well I am gonna but I'm gonna show you why I had trouble with it um, here's one that I found that Nick this, and I were laughing about. This is like a terrible synopsis, and I feel like it was translated, so it makes even less sense. It's, <laughs> it says, a boy raised by boars who wears a boar's head boards the Infinity Train on a new mission with the Flame Pillar. I guess that's supposed to be Rengoku. Uh, along with another boy who reveals his true power when he sleeps. <laughs> Their mission is to defeat a demon who has been tormenting people and killing demon slayers. So, there's a lot to unpack there, <laughs> or, or repack. Okay, so they don't once mention the main character, Tanjiro, <laughs> that, yeah. at all. Um, How would you I don't know the what movie? the infinity train is. Maybe it's like <laughs> Thanos' preferred method of transportation. Maybe Mugen means infinity? I don't know. Maybe. Flame and pillar, I feel like, is supposed to be the flame Hashira. I think, I think sometimes the Hashira are called the pillars. Okay, okay. I think. I'm not sure. And finally, um, the demon is... is this is very specific, but he's there's, there's been 40 people that have gone missing and or killed on the train. None of them have been a demon slayer. <laughs> so, there's, no demon slayers have been killed yet. Um, but yeah, that, that synopsis is almost a totally different movie, but it's, it's close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically all you have to know is that it's going to start on a train. Uh, we're going to learn a lot about Ringoku in this train. movie. Yeah, Thanos and will be there. Thanos will be there. Yeah, uh, we'll, we're gonna learn about Rengoku. Uh, we learned too much about him. He's too awesome, so he's probably gonna die. And then, yeah, it segues into the next yeah, part of the typical show. Typical 
like yeah. mentor story arc. But I will say, as far as animated movies go for anime shows, this one's actually pretty good. It's really good. The um, the uh, the production value is really good. Yeah. Like, like if a... you watch the show, you can tell the show got more popular as it was being made. Like they yeah. just kept dumping money into it. So by the end of the show, it looks fantastic. And this movie just looks even better. Yeah, some really beautiful um, fight scenes and some impressive displays of like their abilities. Um, and it's got a good story. Um, so I guess we'll kind of, we'll dive into some of our favorite parts of the movie. Do you want to go first? Um, before we go any further, I do want to stress, we will be talking spoilers. So just want to insert that in here really quick. It's going to be spoiler full. Yeah. See it first and then come back. I guess we could tell them like what kind of actually happens in the movie. Because that synopsis was crazy. Yeah. Um, so we 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 find out the people have, have been killed. So they sent Rangoku to investigate, and they also decided to send uh, Tanjiro, Inosuke, and Zenetsu and Nezuko along with them as kind of like their first big main mission. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a demon. His his main ability, his blood demon art, is essentially sleep and dreams. So he's using these four kids that have illnesses of the times to tie up them while they're asleep with these magic demon ropes. This is where anime gets crazy. And so yeah. pretty much they're they're sleeping, but they have to kill their spiritual core, which I guess is their, their, <laughs> soul. Guess their soul. And so yeah. that would actually b- totally kill them. But they do a good job of, like, this sounds This is all explained very well in the movie. visually they show you what they're talking about, and so it's not, like, too hard to follow. Yeah. And so pretty much, obviously, Tanjiro being the main character, he escapes the dream first. He fights uh, Enmu, which is the demon. Really cool battles. Then you, we get to see all the main characters do their thing. They defeat him, and then, like, a really powerful demon comes out. There's a final battle... Rangoku nearly defeats him, but in the end, he's defeated. And that's like a real touching moment as he died. He had a really nice uh, conversation with Tanjiro. And then it pretty much just leads into season two. Mm -hmm. So now let's go into like what happens in the movie. Yeah, I guess we could talk about some of our favorite scenes. I mean, we don't have to recap, like, the entire movie. Yeah, so well, I mean, we just... we, that was pretty much what happens in the movie yeah. in that order. And it was amazing, and all the scenes are good, so let's just knock some of these out. Sure thing. I guess one thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit was... This is a trope that I normally don't like in movies like this, but I actually really liked it. Like, I think this is something that happens a lot in stories like this. But um, I really like when... Tanjiro so like throughout the movie you mentioned that the bad guy makes people dream and so he kind of takes them all to their happy place which I feel like is something that happens in like a lot of like superhero stuff too yeah anytime it's like dreams are in your head yeah it's like how life could have been had all the things not happened so in I think more so than in the show we get to see like his whole family and what a day in his life was like and how really how serene and sweet and how how his life should have been and then he slowly comes to the realization that you know this isn't real i think he he starts to snap out of it seeing like 
images that kind of makes him realize what's happening. Like yeah. he sees, and I think that's Nezuko right outside of the dream, kind of trying to interfere. And... Yeah, because um, whenever the the our four main characters are like essentially their their wrists are tied with that demon rope or whatever. Nezuko was hiding in her little box that she's carried around in during the day. Yeah. Uh, she sneaks out at this point and everyone's asleep. So she kind of has the ability to see what's going on. And I think even though she's kind of like a demon, uh, kind of like the mind of a demon, she knows she needs to wake Tanjiro up. Oh, yeah. That's something I guess we didn't mention about Nezuko is that so his sister that turned into a demon, she has powers that they're demon-like but also a little bit vampire-like she um wants to feed on people that's her tendency all, all demons do but um I, I what was that guy's name the guy that like puts gives her that like little scroll that she holds in her mouth she's got like a little scroll in her mouth and you can see it like in like images of her but basically it kind of keeps her from keeps her powers at bay a little bit and then he also puts her under a spell that's like you see all other humans as your family yeah, so, and where most demons have to, like, eat humans to, like, heal and stay young, she really just sleeps. She'll, like, yeah. sleep for, like, months at a time sometimes if she needs to heal. So if she uses her power a lot right after she'll sleep. So to keep her, like, or, you know, kind of inconspicuous and to give her time to rest, he carries her around in a box and she can, like, shrink herself. Yeah, she can change size. Or grow herself yeah. if she needs to. Yeah, so anyway, that's something we probably should have mentioned. But... Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. This is, like I said, normally I hate it when they're like, oh, this is your perfect life that you gave up. But in this story, I feel like it's really effective and compelling, and I really liked it. It's good because it's so, uh, Tundra is so family-driven. Mm-hmm. It was good to actually see uh, what his life was like before uh, his family was killed because we actually don't get a lot of flashbacks, if any, yeah, in the like show. We, we've gotten so used to him as we know him now, but I like this flashback because we see what he, he gave up, like yeah. what, what he's really missing. And he, his the pain and the, the hardship of like everything he really has to give up. And like he even in the in the movie, he has to tell his family, like, I just wish I could stay with you forever. And like... I'll leave you all behind, but I'll never forget you. Like, I don't know. It's really moving. So that was one of my favorite Yeah, that was, that was really cool. Um, I think another uh, a good scene, it's kind of funny, pretty much the very first one, where um, you kind of forget that this show takes place in like the late 19-teens, early 1920s. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of it takes place like in the woods and everything. But when they first see a train, like Tandro and Inosuke have never seen a train before. Inosuke thinks it's a demon. Yeah. And he wants to fight it. <laughs> but I guess Zenetsu is a little more... Um, he lives in a village, I think. Not the big city, though. But he knows what a train is. Yeah. And I just I thought that was kind of funny. Um, as the movie progresses towards the end of the movie, the train does become the demon. It's like, yeah, so that was oh, kind of foreshadowing. Kind, he was kind of right the whole time in a way, but yeah, it was foreshadowing that the train is going to take on a character of its own. Yeah, yeah. I guess another. It's not really going in chronological order, but I think another scene that I really like. I think just because he's another one of my favorite characters. 
I like any time you see Zenitsu's power, and he does a good. Yeah, well, he's he has so like a good one in this one. Lame all the time, but then his power is like really cool. Yeah, he's got like this. He kind of like you said, he's sort of like unconscious, and he goes into like a trance. Yeah, and it's like a just a cooler version of him that. Can yeah, he's like, like a badass with like yeah. this lightning ability, and he's like. I guess it's like his subconscious, like his, him normally, he's very fearful, like we mentioned, and he's like constantly complaining and whining like the whole show. And he does that a lot in this movie, scared that he's on the train, scared that there's a demon on the train, think he thought he was just going to ride on the train. You know, he's complaining a lot, but then when he has to use his power, he does a really good job. And the the scene where he's protecting Nezuko and stuff is kind of cool to watch. Yeah, it's really neat. Uh, uh, one cool thing they did with all their fighting styles is they're confined to a train. Yeah. So it's kind of neat to see that. Normally they're like in, in a field or in the woods, but it was kind of neat to see a totally different like environment. Yeah, mm-hmm. setting for these characters to... React in, yeah. Uh, another scene I like is our kind of reintroduction to uh, Rengoku, because mm-hmm. we kind of... S- kind of met him in the the show like briefly the last couple episodes but in this i like how he's very gung-ho about everything he does like we meet him by he's just eating dinner in the dining car and he thinks everything <laughs> is like delicious and tasty and like every bite he takes he just yells like tasty <laughs> yeah. and it, he's he's just really intense he's, he's like, very he's intense like all might a little bit yeah like he's like an all might character he's, he's drawn like very intense all the time yeah uh but yeah i just like that and then um uh tendro sits down and has a conversation with him and he's kind of like okay i'll i'll take you under my wing so Mm -hmm. we he gets an official mentor in this movie yeah so another thing i like in this movie it's another dream (laughs) there's a lot of dreams and they kind of serve as like exposition for the story. Yeah, um, we get we get kind of like a dream of all of our main characters. And the dream for Rengoku, kind of like with Tanjiro, gives us a little bit more of his family backstory. You find out that his father was a Hashira, and uh, his father, after his wife died, so Rengoku's mother, um, he lost all drive and like thought it was pointless and stuff like that. And so Rengoku is sort of simultaneously trying to be the best Hashira I can, but also sort of impress his father. Um, and also be a role model to his little brother. Yeah, who has no one to look up to but him, since his dad isn't doing a good job. So I, I liked, we got to learn more about why he's like so intense and so positive. Yeah. It kind of made sense after you hear about his dad, you know. Yeah, that was, that was really good. Um, yeah, Tanjiro and Rengoku had really good dreams. Inosuke and Tanjiro, or... Um, Zenetsu were just kind of they were silly. silly. Zenetsu's is basically him fantasizing about being with Tanjiro's sister Nezuko, and then Inosuke's was like all of them just going on, on adventures, personas, yeah. yeah. And the train was like a spider, and it was just silly. But again, silly, I think they're it's... just giving you a little break. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like what's going on in their mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay, one thing I want to get out of the way that I don't like about this movie, I don't like the villain we spend the most time with, and that's Emu. Um, he's the guy like controlling the train and. Making, making everyone, everyone go to dream sleep. And, sleep and he sounds really silly to me like he kind of sounds like a final fantasy villain he talks in this really sing-songy sort of effeminate way to them and i just for me it just i didn't 
the stuff he's saying just sounds dumb, maybe just translated, but he's like, everyone's having a beautiful dream. I feel like it's... Everyone's sleep. And it's it's like, one thing... I just didn't like it. I don't... I won't crap on dubs at all, because sometimes the dubs are fine. A lot of the... Like, Tandro's voice is perfect. Yeah, a lot of the characters' but voices are really good. I feel like instead of doing the character's voice justice, they just try to duplicate yeah, the Japanese it. voice, but in English, it's like... That doesn't always But it doesn't work. work because the cadence is different, so they would talk differently. Yeah, like, I think he could have had a different type of voice, and it could still be a character that's male that's kind of effeminate, and that would be fine, but the way that he did it, it just, it's too intense and too, like, cartoonish. It doesn't really fit the tone I of the feel like me. they should have gone with... It was um, better in Japanese, I'll say. Yeah, I feel like in, in uh, English, maybe, like, um... Like a very theatrical voice. Yeah. Not just copying it directly from Yeah, like, like think the of Japanese. somebody like the Joker or something. You yeah. know, like sort of a flamboyant, um, you know, big villain. Yeah. But doesn't sound like whatever that was. I don't know. It just, it didn't really, maybe it makes sense in Japanese, but I think in English it just, it came across as like, to me, just like a little too silly. Yeah. Um, I mean, he not the not the voice actor's fault though. I want to say like no, I think... not criticizing any actual actors. Anyway, go ahead. It just didn't fit the character. Yeah, but we did get some cool scenes. I mean, like um, he has a a pretty cool fight with uh, Tundro on top of the train. Oh my gosh, it's where, like probably one of the best parts of the movie. Honestly, uh, Tundro learns that in the dream, if he cuts his own neck, much like the way they have to kill the demons, yeah, uh, he'll wake up. And so Enmu keeps trying to put him to sleep, and he's like, why isn't my spell working? He's like, oh, shit, it is. But he literally kills himself in his dream to where he's only asleep for, like, less than a second yeah. and keeps fighting. It's such a cool, time... like, visual yeah, in the, 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 the scene. The more the fight goes on, he has to keep doing it faster and faster and faster because Emu's trying to kill him faster and faster until, like, and this is my the thing that I liked about that is he gets to a point where it's he's having trouble telling the difference between being asleep and awake, and he yeah. almost kills himself. Yeah, then, and then luckily, Inosuke like, comes in. and stops him. So I thought that was a nice touch to have that, like, you know, to add stakes to it. It's not just him killing himself in the dream. He It starts to cross over yeah, to his it reality because so he's getting confused. Rapidly. Yeah, so that looked really cool. Uh, another funny part in that, that exact scene is he couldn't put um, Inosuke to sleep because he wears his boar's head and it just has these big googly dead eyes yeah and so he can't see where Inosuke's looking so he yeah. can't like make the visual contact with his eye that he needs to uh put them to sleep yeah so despite me not loving that villain and then uh, he turns himself into a damn train yeah that's crazy that was pretty bonkers like they yeah. literally went off the rails with this movie yeah you, you you think it's kind of over and then it just gets even crazier it just gets nuts and so i i don't think it's like completely ineffective i just the voice choice i didn't really love but um eventually he defeats this train guy and then we see a secondary villain that i like a lot more yeah he's like the number three main like demon Oh yeah, what do they call the different levels of demons? I can't. They're remember. the the moons, I think. Oh okay, okay. Different um, lower level, upper level, uh, but yeah, I think they're the the demon, like um, Kubitsuji, the main main demon. His kind of like 
demon slayer slayers. Yeah. Like his little army. They're like the moons. Okay, that's right. Yeah. And so um, it's basically a big showdown between him and Rengoku. And this is where we're going to lose Rengoku. Like right away I was like, ah, this is where he's going to die. Like they have to do that with these like mentors. They always got to die. So yeah, because he has to teach the main character like a real lesson. Yeah. And it doesn't really mean anything if he's like, oh, yeah, we fought him. Let's keep going. So they have, like, this epic battle. It's really good. Like, it's really good to watch, yeah. Rengoku, like, pulls out all the stops, and I mean, it's really cool. Oh, and also, by this point, Tanjiro is really injured, and we've seen him get injured throughout the show, um, and whenever he gets injured, he uses, like, focused breathing to, like, control his bleeding and control his organs and stuff, and Rengoku's sort of mentoring him Teaches at this him point. to take it a step further. Yeah, teaching him how to, like, heal himself. Actually heal and, it from the inside out, yeah. yeah. And he's kind of walking him through that when he gets attacked by this other demon. Yeah. And so that's part of why Tanjiro and the other two main characters can't help in the fight. Because otherwise you'd be like, why don't they just all jump in? Yeah. But instead, Rengoku has to go up against him by himself and gets killed in the process. And it is so sad. It's the worst. Because you got so attached to him in I this know. movie. And then he dies. He's so noble. It's super sad. And uh, anyway, after that, I guess we're going through this really fast, but it's not like a really long movie, is it? It's almost two hours. Is it two hours? Yeah. Oh, man, it just felt like it flew by. But um, It's good. It's exciting. Yeah, it's a really exciting film. And, and so, you know, it kind of wraps up there. He loses his sword, too, right? Or Well, we get a really good um, heartfelt scream, scream off where the demon <laughs> yeah. is like, pretty much about to defeat rengoku but rengoku is holding on to like the last second like literally holding the demon hostage because the sun's coming up and demons don't oh like sun. that's right that's right yeah they're kind of so like vampires they he do. has to like end the fight now mm-hmm. and so he manages to um i think rengoku's holding on to him so he literally has to like pull his own arms off to get away yeah um and like Rengoku's sword is halfway through his neck, so he almost killed him. So he's running away. Um, Tundro musters up enough strength to run after him, and he throws his sword into him. So that's like a running thing. Tundro keeps losing or breaking his sword. <laughs> yeah. So the swords make, or the blacksmith is probably going to be very unhappy with him next time we see him in the, the show. Yeah. And then it kind of ends there. I mean, yeah. it sort of ends on a somber note. And the second season... So this show is like, I guess, a little more background in case you haven't watched a show. It's like crazy popular in Japan. And, you know, the first season just came out, right? Like a year ago. Yeah. A year or two ago. It's pretty recent. The second season's about to come out. But unfortunately, this is like to me the worst part it's like, is come on. they're going to recap this entire movie again in like nine episodes and then we're going to take another break it's like no and you I watch the movie January, the story actually continues you watch the movie or you get out i mean i guess we'll get like more information about some of the characters but i just i was disappointed with that um but anyway it's like so popular that like you can google this or look on youtube like nick and i have watched like in Tokyo Universal Studios they oh, have yeah, like looks awesome. you can ride the train <laughs> yeah. and like they have all this swag and like the Universal store has like tons of demon slime like it's a it phenomenon. Looks really cool. So this show is like extremely popular and they pour a lot of money into it. So so 
this is a little condensed, honestly, you've probably noticed, because there's just so much to cover. Like like I said, there's a 25, 26 yeah, episode a whole series. series worth of, of backstory, and then this movie for an animated, let alone anime movie, is like pretty much two hours long. Yeah, it's pretty long, but we're kind of just giving you the highlights, because, you know, we want you to see it, and also because I think it's a little bit easier than like spending hours talking about the lore and their different attacks and stuff like that might not be interesting a lot of the stuff is so visual it's it's kind of hard to really explain it's like you really need to see it yeah so i would recommend like i've recommended this show to a few people i think even if you're just dipping your toe in the anime world the hardest thing to get past and i've heard a lot of people say this specifically my age and older they have a hard time with the sort of like heightened realism of and I told Nick about this that when I was watching in theaters I was cringing at certain parts because like Zenitsu's really goofy and like whenever um whenever characters are being really goofy or silly they'll like draw them even in a different style where they're like yeah, chibi very, versions of themselves or they're drawn or, very like simple yeah like a, a literal like cartoon like Sunday yeah. morning comic strip cartoon. and I I do think that that can be a bit of a hurdle for people but I would challenge you like. You can handle it. <laughs> I feel like, like it's supposed to represent like certain moments. That's how that character is feeling. So yeah. like un like excited or like unhinged that they're like can't contain their like physical form. Right, and you're supposed to kind of see that moment as funny. Like yeah. you're like, haha, little joke thrown in. So it's not like you're like, oh, what's going on? The animation style has changed. Like it hasn't. They're just this is like a little gag, a visual gag. Yeah. And so I think if you can get past that part of it, you would really like it. Because overall, the story is very serious. You just you need these kind of sillier, funner characters. Yeah, it's a very dark uh, plot, yeah. really. But yeah, you need his little crew, his ragtag crew of like two goofballs yeah. along with him. That are good-natured and yeah. good-hearted and hard workers. Hard workers. Well, Zanetsu's pretty lazy. Well, he's very lazy, that's true. But um. But yeah, like I think that this is a good starter anime, honestly. Yeah, like it's I think it's good. a good show that even if you're not obsessed with anime, you can enjoy and like we keep talking about, the visuals are really incredible. Yeah, it's so. you can tell that they they got a pretty decent budget for this show, especially compared to other shows, even shows that I like. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell that they're very right, like if cheap. You compare it to like Jujutsu or um Which is Tokyo a really Avengers fun or... show, but it's a very basic uh, style yeah it's kind of like bleach ish yeah. yeah i think bleach is even a little more stylized than those that's but, true um, but this is like phenomenal it's, yeah. it's just fun to look at there's not a lot to compare this to like i would say like this is kind of top tier yeah. content compared to like you know there's a lot of shonen out there that i don't really love like one piece or like there's just a lot so of much shows hate mail now. i know but it's just like they have like a billion episodes they hit their like... 1000th episode i think this month I read that somewhere. Even Bleach and Naruto, as much as I like those shows, um, they were really popular when I was younger, but there's so many episodes that goes on for years. (laughs) But it's like, I just can't keep up with it. It's too much for me. So like this show is pretty good too, because it it doesn't do that. Well, not yet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We'll be like 80 when we see the the final episode. Tanjiro's great, great grandson, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, I think it's a really good show. I think it's enjoyable, and I think the movie's excellent. The movie was really good. Okay, I will say one thing a lot of people that don't watch anime a lot might not know. A lot of anime movies that um, are aligned with a show 
not like standalone, not like Akira yeah. or uh, stuff like that. But a lot of the movies aren't canon. Like, they'll go on an adventure, but then it has nothing to do with anything that has happened thus far in the show. And it will not have any consequences later on in the show either. This movie is literally just the next episode. Or sometimes anime movies will be a poor recap of the show where they try to cram like an entire show into one movie and it's frustrating to watch and bad. (laughs) Yeah, it's like this was great because it's in line with the show. It's canon. It takes takes us from um, the series arc to its own arc, the movie, and it literally puts us into the next arc that's going to be in season two. Yeah, and it recaps um, like the best um, qualities of each character too, because I think that's something that can be missing in those movies. They're like, here's a one-off adventure, and the characters they, act a little different. Yeah, and it's like there's nothing more to learn about them. They just have a adventure, and you're like, why wasn't this just an episode then? Yeah. So like, I think they do a good job of sort of recapping like who the characters are. To their core or whatever. Yeah, their but, spiritual core. Yeah. Like I said, I like the fact that this movie is directly in line with the plot. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't get rid of the movie and know what's going on in season two. You kind of yeah. need this movie. Well, until you watch nine episodes recapping. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, That's okay. Oh, well. Oh, well. They're going to be good. Yeah, it'll still be good to watch. So, anyway, thank you for everyone listening for indulging me. I can't really say why i watched this so i've watched the whole show twice i would probably watch it again and i love the movie i've seen the movie twice now i don't know i'm just it's it's so nostalgic for me i anime is sort of where i started with a lot of my fandoms i think star trek is the only thing that predates that and for many many years i only cosplayed you know anime characters and i had gotten to a point in my life where i was just like i felt like i aged out of anime i was kind of like i don't know i just don't get this new stuff and this was like one of the shows that like reeled me back in hardcore like i'm like never mind revert completely back to my you know 16 year old self yeah and I'm from all episode in. one um but yeah go ahead sorry um i, I actually i have a question I'm, I'm gonna play you for a moment okay um when was the first time you saw this movie i know it's a new film but <laughs> Gosh, I can't believe we didn't talk about that. Okay, so Nick and I saw that. This is the first movie we saw again in theaters, like, post-pandemic, if you can even call it that, because the pandemic's still happening. But we decided we were fully vaccinated. What should we do, first thing? We're fully vaccinated. Go see this movie. Let's go see a movie, and let's go see Mugen Train. And what's funny is, like, Nick and I have this self-awareness of, like, how goofy we are. Because I think we saw, like, a couple wearing, like, anime shirts, and you joked, I wonder what movie they're going to see. I think I was wearing an anime shirt myself. Yeah, but but you're still, like, nerds. Nerd pushes (laughs) glasses up. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know. And so that that was a really good memory. We were kind of nervous. I wore my mask. My heart was racing, but um, for multiple reasons. But first movie in over a year, it was a fantastic movie to see. Um. I think it was really worth it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I wanted to go see, even though I don't like My Hero as much as you do. I wanted to Yeah, the new the My Hero, Hero movie, movie, I think, as of time recording. of recording, I think it came, it out, came out a week or week. two ago mm-hmm. in a theaters here. Yeah, but it, like you said, it was that was a good memory, and it was really fun. And yeah, I mean, I'll probably watch this again. I just, when I really love something, I go all in to the point of irritating people, like I mm-hmm. have with Batman. 
and several other things and i'm not sorry like i just when i love something i love it with my whole heart and i absolutely love this what you gotta do like i've joked before i'm like i don't want to have kids but if i had a kid that turned out just like tanjiro i'd I'd have children it has to be (laughs) be a guarantee i call him my son yeah um but what if you had a, a zanetsu though no, I don't want it. Send it back. <laughs> I'd be like tubes tied after that one. Um, but <laughs> no, I just I love Zenitsu because, and that's another thing I he's like. A, I like he's these a very shows fun character. You get really into the characters. You just get so connected uh, to characters in anime. It's just intense. And the, the funny thing is, we've is. we've seen the series twice. The first time, we're like, oh, he's 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 his voice is great. And he's kind of I was like, I'm kind they're of kind of annoying. But then the second watch, you're like, they're my favorites. They're, they're ha ha. I laugh at every joke they say. And yeah. it's, you really <laughs> get to like these characters, jokes. even though they're super annoying. But yeah, they're so oh, like, they're very likable. Y'all should watch. Um, I can't remember the name of the team that makes it. But there's like, if you look up on YouTube, like six minutes, uh, I think it's like Demon Slayer in six minutes. It's very funny. Yeah, it's it's funny. I enjoyed that. It was it's kind of making fun of the show, but it's spot on. And I feel like no one can really make fun of the show because it's so good. Yeah. Even like the Screen Junkies did um, an honest, honest trailer, trailer and they seemed to have liked it. Yeah. So anyway, that's why I like it so much. And of course, I I like anime. And for so long, I've kind of shied away from admitting that out loud because i always got so much flack but it's well, finally it's cool popular now. yeah and it's not going away and i can go back and i wish i could go back in time and tell my friends that made fun of me all the time like well just wait just until we get train i'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah nick and i kind of we laugh at ourselves sometimes like yeah you know we always see the characters and i joke to nick i'm like i t- I got a Tanjiro backpack and a Tanjiro action figure, and my favorite character is a fourteen-year-old Tanjiro. This Tanjiro, that I know, and it's like I don't. It, I know I'm like almost forty years old, and I'm still love anime so much. But it is a really good show, and there's so many good shows out there. If you don't watch anything, and the first thing you ever watch is like the Cowboy Bebop live action, hopefully that sort of whets your appetite to watch more. But I always have good recommendations. You can reach out to me or Nick. Uh, we've yep. seen a lot of good stuff. We've seen a lot of bad stuff. That's true. There's a lot of terrible stuff. And that's another th- good point is like people will say like, well, it looks silly or it looks bad or they'll bring up like, I'm just going to don't come at me. But people bring up stuff like Pokemon or, you know, uh, DBZ. And I'm like, realize that while those shows are good, they are literally aimed at like children. Yeah. So like that I love DBZ, but I mean, it's... all anime. That's just like. A genre that you're talking about it's like of course pokemon is going to be an extremely simple show that's meant for children to watch it's highly repetitive like sailor moon was like that where every single time they transform it happens a million times again because the show is aimed at children but not all anime is aimed at children yeah there's so some you really can't good really stuff. say and that it's another thing i've heard someone say oh i've watched these two shows and i don't like anime i'm like how many like regular like or how many shows here in the States, have you watched that are terrible? Right. And yet you still watch other TV shows. Like, one TV show yeah. doesn't represent all TV shows. Yeah, I've seen some really great shows. I've seen some really bad shows. I keep watching shows. Right. Yep. Good point. It's kind of like when people say they don't like horror movies. I'm like, eh, there's you a just, lot of different types of horror movies. a lot movies. of different ones. It's a genre. Um, and anime has genres within genres. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. This made me feel happy to talk about something that i really like 
So thank you for indulging me, and thank you again, Nick, for covering it with me and enjoying the show with me. It's been well, it's, really fun. We got to watch the whole show, and we literally finished the last episode, and like within a couple minutes, we had the mo- the movie fired up watching it. Yeah, right before a couple nights ago, before we recorded this. Well, thank you again, and I'm sure we'll record again soon. I'll be back. We'll be back. Thank you.